0: There. You are listening to Frequency 3080, a podcast that enables you to level up yourself and be the boss of your own life. Tag along with us on this exciting journey into the world of unknown. So, without wasting any more time, let's get right into it, shall we? This episode is dedicated to the liberty and prosperity of the Ukrainian people. According to recent news, the US government has ordered its diplomats' families and embassy staff to leave Ukraine immediately. The US government is expecting another Russian invasion of Ukraine, but unlike 2014, they expect a full-blown invasion of the second largest country in Europe. This will be the second time This year, the Russian military will conduct operations in a neighboring country. The first time, they put down an alleged coup d'etat of the Kazakhstan government. Last December, the Polish government started an initiative to double the military forces of the country to better defend against a Russian invasion. Last year, the Belarusian people protested and rioted against their own president claiming that he was a Russian puppet. One thing is quite clear. Russia is uniquely involved with its neighboring countries. None of our neighbors suspect their leaders to be Indian puppets. And nor do we interfere in their domestic politics. But why is this so? Why is Putin's Russia sponsoring rebels in neighboring countries? Why is Russia threatening the sovereignty? of its neighbors. We can learn from looking at the present day state of the Russian government, and by understanding its history. But we can't talk about Russia's history without mentioning the Soviet Union.
1: The Union of Soviet Socialist Republics, also called the USSR, was the greatest socialist experiment the world has known. It was founded after the Russian Civil War, which ended with the communists winning under the leadership of the revolutionary Vladimir Lenin. The socialist government lasted for around 69 years. Mikhail Gorbachev was the last primer of the USSR. The Soviet Union was dissolved in 1991 in a countrywide referendum when the people decided that they were better off without it. Despite what many socialists claim, the USSR was a brutally authoritarian regime. From Lenin up till Gorbachev, the USSR would suppress freedom of its citizens under all leaders. Although Joseph Stalin was the most brutal of their leaders, none of his successors would be lovers of freedom either. The USSR encompassed 15 republics, Russia, Ukraine, Georgia, Belarusia. Uzbekistan, Armenia, Azerbaijan, Kazakhstan, Kyrgyzstan, Moldova, Turkmenistan, Tajikistan, Latvia, Lithuania and Estonia. All of these republics were either directly or indirectly under the control of the government in Moscow. All republics were installed with socialist authoritarian regimes, but all republics were not equally compliant with their Soviet government. In general, the Eastern European republics were quite defiant. Most, if not all, of these republics had underground resistance movements, and some even had anti-communist revolutions. On the other hand, the Central Asian people were much more compliant with the Soviet government. In fact, most Central Asian people who had lived under Soviet control are still reminiscent of the past. One of the primary challenges for the Moscow government was to integrate the huge country and to project its power over all the republics. You would think that a country which was dissolved 31 years ago would have little effect over present day politics, but you would be wrong. There is a law in sociology called the Iron Law of Oligarchy. It was propounded by the German-Italian sociologist Robert Michels. The law states that all hierarchical organizations, and this includes national governments, reproduce themselves even when the group at the top changes. It is this phenomenon which Karl Marx was referring to when he said history repeats itself, first as tragedy, second as farce. The Russian Federation claimed to do away with all the evils of the Soviet government, but it has only repeated them with much more intensity. The Moscow government inherited from its Soviet predecessors the same interests, same challenges, and same tools and techniques deal with them. The law holds true even for separate republics. Most Eastern European countries, their people and their governments, are still very defiant of the government in Moscow, whereas Central Asian countries are much more pro-Russia. It shouldn't come off as a surprise to you all that all the ex-Soviet republics are stuck with authoritarian regimes. It is the iron law of oligarchy which predicted that the Russian government would still try to integrate its neighbors to project power over them even though they are no longer part of the same country. Now we know that present day politics are greatly influenced by the history of the USSR. The historic lens can at best explain why governments tend to follow their historic path. But present-day countries are not trapped by their past, although they are moulded by it. Present-day lens focuses more on actual issues which influence the decisions of modern-day Russian government rather than forces of conformity to the past.
2: The following insights help us understand why modern-day Russia continues to meddle in the affairs of its neighbouring countries. 1. Need for a Sphere of Influence The government in Moscow believes that it deserves its own sphere of influence. Since the fall of the Soviet Union, the influence of the West has been growing continuously. Many Eastern European countries, which were under Soviet Russia, have now joined NATO. Whereas in Asia, China has been rapidly growing its own influence, especially with authoritarian countries. All of this has meant less influence for Russia. 2. Economic stagnation Russia is a huge country with a huge resource pool, but in the modern world no country can be entirely self-sufficient. Ever since the Western world sanctioned Russia, it has been seeking closer ties with its neighboring countries. Fortunately for the Russian government, most of the world does not pay much attention to its neighbors. Taking advantage of this ignorance, The government in Moscow sponsors rebels, bribes officials and uses other shady tactics in its neighboring countries to get favorable deals, which may be cheaper resources, less taxation and pro-Russian foreign policy. 3. Vladimir Putin Putin has undoubtedly been the autocrat of the Russian Federation for the past two decades, and like any other autocrat, he wishes to secure his position at the top forever. But as any political scientist will tell you, authoritarianism and economic growth don't exactly go hand in hand. The only modern country to undergo authoritarian economic growth was the totalitarian USSR under Joseph Stalin. Russia has been economically struggling for a decade now. Most politicians would by now have been replaced, but not Putin. He knows that if he can convince the people that it's not his fault, he can remain in power, and he has been able to do this by undermining neighboring countries to make them economically stagnant as well. After all, if your neighbors are in a worse or similar condition as you, you will be less likely to complain about your own. But this is how Putin avoids a negative image. Putin is loved and respected, not only by many Russians, but also by many people around the world. He has been able to do this by cultivating an image of strength and courage. Putin advertises himself as a face of resistance against Western imperialism and a protector of Russian conservative values. All the videos of him doing martial arts, riding horses, shooting semi-automatic rifles and acting tough in international meetings only boost his bravado. Putin wants to be seen as a strong leader. A strong nation requires a strong leader after all. But acting tough is not the same as being a good leader. Most of Russia's disagreements with the West can be solved over negotiations if Putin stops making outrageous demands. But negotiations do not make you look strong. Sending 1.75 lakh troops to Ukraine's border does make you look strong. Putin's strong anti-Western narrative allows him to carry out activities which otherwise would be considered authoritarianism. Putin can purge his subordinates, suppress free speech, and imprison opposition leaders by accusing them of being Western spies. Quite ironic considering that Putin is staunchly anti-Stalin, but these are the exact methods Stalin used to maintain his power over Moscow. Now, Putin has decided that war with Ukraine will be his next move to tighten his control over the Kremlin. But I am not sure even Vladimir realizes how vast the consequences of his decision will be. The russia ukrainian war, which is now more likely than ever, will forever change Russian and world politics. What it probably won't change is that future Russian governments will still be deeply involved within its neighbors. Neither the historic lands nor the present-day lands guarantee that things won't change. History does not repeat. The iron law of oligarchy is not uh, a true law like the laws of physics. Politics are historically determined, but even history unfolds in a contingent manner. The people can change the path their country takes, but this is neither automatic nor easy. Politics is a dynamic game between multiple players, and it is the different outcomes of this game which determines the future of a city, state, nation, or the entire world. There is growing anti-Putin sentiment in Russia. Russia's neighbors are not doomed to be its puppets. Putin's Russia is strong, but NATO and the Russian populace may get the upper hand. If Putin falls to legitimize his authoritarian ways, he too will fall just like the Tsar.
0: But that is the topic for another day. I would like to give special thanks to my friends Dartgosh, Diorama and Boris for helping me with the recording and also to Repop who helped me with the research. Uh, thanks for tuning in and peace. Keep listening to Frequency 3080 and do follow us on your favorite podcast platform and Instagram handle of st Road Track to stay tuned for our future podcast and events.